0: What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ. Wait, is that right? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you, Buds, watch wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we <coughs> watch
1: wrestling. Yeah, a
0: little bit of it. What's I watched a lot of Roddy
1: Piper. Yeah, me too. We'll get to that later, though, Buds. Yeah, we will. How was your week,
0: BJ? Uh, I mean, my week was shitty. Mine too. I mean, I guess not really. (coughs) It was just a lot. We had deadlines. Like, I had a
1: lot of stuff going on, and I had a lot of deadlines, too. But my work week flew by, and my personal lifetime did not fly by. So, it actually was a pretty decent week, all in all. Like, opposite. it was crazy fucking busy, but it went quick. Yeah. And then when I got home, it was <coughs> not as fast. So. Mine was the opposite, because I was asleep at like 9.30 every night. Oh, yeah. I've been staying up until and normal, like 11 or so. 10 11, like normal. Yeah. That's when I usually fall asleep. But um, enough of that. How oh, about we get into some wrestling talk? Wrestling. Let's talk about the WWE. Yeah. Because that's
0: the only ones that We've well, only it's got a couple
1: left, weeks left of that, too. Yeah. And Then we'll be redoing a lot of things here on the on the podcast, buds. We don't know what we're doing yet exactly. Never. We did finally more or less finalize our schedule for recording. Right. Once uh you know yeah. SmackDown moves over to Fox on Fridays because we record yeah. on Fridays. And we got
0: NXT. And, yeah. yeah. And it does.
1: Times. It's gonna be good times. So I guess let's jump in with Raw. I I personally think this was the best Raw 2019. Yeah, it
0: was pretty good. Um, it was pretty solid. I'm glad that A.J. kind of got the rub from Austin, but I'm really sick of the old guys getting over on the younger guys. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get it. Me too. But you're never going to build new stars if you keep getting the old ones over.
1: Right. We've talked about that I know. more times than I can count. It's fucking...
0: I know. I don't know how they don't know that. I don't get it. Eventually, you got to put the new guy over. There's no one... Someone posted on Reddit this week, might have been just today, a uh, graph of, like, over the, since 2013, the trends of certain superstars' popularity. Oh, okay. And there was only two spikes in it where they got, like, pretty popular. Daniel Bryan? Hmm. Oh. No. This was after, this is 2013. Oh. So okay. this was right after that. But, uh,. No, Brock Lesnar when he beat The Undertaker. Uh, That one makes sense. That was actually going to be my second guess. Yeah, Brock Lesnar when he beat The Undertaker and Roman Reigns when he got leukemia. Oh, yeah. I can get that one, too. Right. Yeah. That was shitty. It was, but he beat it, and he's better, and it's dope. Right. There's also an Indians pitcher that did the... He's back after that, too. Just saying. I was going to say a name, but the name I was thinking of... I was
1: going to say, the name I'm thinking of is not a Cleveland Indians player. He's oh, a pitcher okay. for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and the reason I thought of his name is he was on the Rob Burgundy podcast this year. Uh,
0: Tony Lasorda?
1: No. Current pitcher for the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, no. I don't even know if Lasorda was Clayton a or something Clayton. along those lines? I don't know. Clayton Royce? I don't know. Peyton I haven't Royce. watched No, baseball. Peyton Royce is a wrestler.
0: Yeah, Peyton Royce is totally a wrestler. I guess
1: the guy's pretty good, although he didn't have nice. a good game against the Mets back in May. like it's true but that sounds so fucking random yeah he didn't have a good game against the Mets back in May
0: yeah
1: they talk about the game like it happened recently Mm Mm-hmm. And then, like it cuts of Ron cutting in, and it was obviously recorded not at the same time right. of him saying that the game happened in May, but this isn't scheduled for release until October. And then they mention it again in the podcast that Ron's going to have to go back and cut <clears throat> that into the episode that you had already heard in
0: the nice. episode. So that's dope. It's like time travel. Yeah, time travel is fun. I like the Ron Burgundy podcast. Yeah, I'm behind because I've been listening to Bruce Pritchard and catching up on that. Um, which the Hogan '88 episode is my favorite. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, we had some King of the Ring shit go down. Baron Corbin, Fuck. told you. I know. We said it. Actually, it was right on SmackDown in
1: a way. We'll get to that. No. Best in the world. Well, yeah. I mean, best King of the Ring in the world. No, we might as well
0: just talk about it. We can mix all this shit together.
1: Shane McMahon entered the King of the yeah. Ring tournament on Tuesday.
0: Yeah. Cause he Elias replaced Elias because he
1: broke his foot. Yeah.
0: And what the fuck?
1: Here's the thing I just thought about. Do you know how? Because I, I never heard how or read how or saw how. I have no clue. I don't know if he did it in a match, like at a house show. or. He must have. What happened? Maybe he kicked a little kid in I the I wish head. him
0: a speedy recovery because I like when Elias yeah. is on my television. Well, the good thing is, like with a broken foot. He can still show he can and still play show his, his guitar. Right. Yeah. And he's, yeah, give him a couple weeks and he
1: can... Start wrestling again. Not that we get to see him wrestle all that much anyways. Yeah, he's... He's still not my most missed
0: wrestler. Right. That Um, belongs to Luke Harper. Yeah. I miss my boy Harper. So, yeah, but we're going to get... So Shane McMahon entered. Gable beat him, though. Thankfully. And then, yeah. I'm still not convinced Shane McMahon's not winning the whole fucking thing. I'm not either, but... And they moved it to fucking Monday. They took it off the pay-per-view. I'm okay with that. There's enough on there as it is. I'm okay with it, and we did bitch. I think I bitched, or I thought about bitching, that it was on the pay-per-view. Because it wasn't a championship. Actually. And then you said that yeah, it kind I, of is a I was going to say,
1: like, you said that it's not, and I said it kind of <laughs> is, and I'm okay with it because it's the right. payoff for the tournament as well. And you kind of reluctantly agreed with me, but yeah, like that was your, that is exactly what you said last week. Yeah. That's what, yeah. Yeah. I just listened to it yesterday because I've been behind on podcasts too. Actually I'm kind of now, but except for the ones I've been behind on that I'm
0: still playing catch up, plant money and whatnot. Right. Um, Corny. But no, I'm excited because Gable won. I'm excited.
1: Honestly I would love
0: to see him put it on Gable instead I've of Corbin. I've seen a lot of the clips and what
1: YouTube has put up of the matches of mm-hmm. all the King of the Ring tournament matches, because they've all been pretty solid so far. Like yeah. every match that was a real match has been pretty solid so far. The way Baron Corbin has been in this King of the Ring reminds me of Baron mm-hmm. Corbin in NXT when I was really getting into Baron yeah. Corbin. So I'm actually really excited to see what him and Gable can do together in the ring. Because I think if you gave those guys 15 to 20 minutes Um, with the way they've been going right now, mm -hmm. I think they could have a really good match.
0: Someone posted a clip of, uh, in NXT, a match between those two. Oh, nice. And it was Gable taking the, was it the Deep Six? Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck. It looked like he killed Gable. Nice. And... I don't want to see Gable lose. I want to see Gable kick out of that. I want him to take it like that. And if not out. better, and kick out. I still want Because Gable, man. in my opinion, Gable's probably the best wrestler on all rosters. Probably one of the best wrestlers in the world. He just doesn't have the chance to show it. I mean, Dude's a fucking Olympian. I'm going to say he's at least as good as Johnny Gargano. Oh, yeah. Or Andrade or right. Seth
1: Rollins. He's another good yeah. work guy. Right? Okada. Okada. Omega, well... Omega had a bad match here or mm-hmm. there, but for the most part, Omega's mm-hmm. just as consistent right. as those guys. But I think
0: Gable could be... Like Bret Hart was they, back in the day. They just don't give him a fucking chance. Right. That's bullshit. It's so many
1: guys that don't get chances. It's just like, you know what, fuck, we might as well just talk about this now since we're on the subject of not getting chances. Yeah. And I was saving it for news and rumors, but Bruce and Lana... It's out now that they're fucking sitting on the shelf because WWE wants them cooled off before their contracts are available for them to go elsewhere. That's not surprising. But it's bullshit. It is bullshit. These two have worked so fucking hard to get what they've Mm -hmm. got and now it's like, well, we're going to make you worth less when you leave here and we're not going to resign you either, so fuck off. Right. Although they probably would resign them if they
0: would resign, but... Right. But then would they use them properly? No. They don't use, like, anybody properly. No. No, I'm excited for Rusev to... Not be, uh, not be in the. No, I want DJ. him to go to New Japan personally. I, wish, I, I doubt
1: he does, right. but I think I think he would be a really good fit
0: in I, New Japan with yeah. that roster right now. I honestly, I would love to see him have like a Moxley type run, basically in the G well, One. Moxley's still the Japan. U.S. champion. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. He's held up for longer than Cody did officially. Mm-hmm. I saw that earlier this week too.
0: Yep. And he hasn't defended it yet. No. Cody had defended it. I mean, the only person that either.
1: earns a match right now is what, Juice and... Who's the four people that beat him? Juice, Juice beat him? Yano. Yeah, Yano. Oh, God, if Yano <laughs> won the U.S. Championship, that'd be amazing. That would be amazing. right. He could put a, he could get a new DVD out of that. He's the only guy, like, for as long as Moxley's involved with New Japan, Yano's the only person to pick up multiple victories over Moxley. That's great. Like, because he'll be there so rarely, you could yeah. use him. You could book him properly and do it that way. Mm-hmm. And Yano goes down in history as the only guy to ever beat John Moxley twice in New Japan Pro Wrestling. That
0: would be dope. That'd be a great story. Yeah. That's your fucking Wrestle Kingdom main event right there. Yano versus John Moxley? <laughs> Fuck yeah. For the United States. I'd pay, pay to see should. that. That's what I'll pay man, for. That bucks, man, that Abushi Okada rematch is going to be fucking uh, dope. Yeah. Uh, I'm intrigued about the two-night format. Yeah, me too. I'm, um, I'm curious. Because the rumor is the main title, of the first night, mm-hmm. and then whoever wins against the Intercontinental Champion, winner takes all. Right. Yeah. Just need That's it. where we get... My opinion—that's where you have Niato finally fucking beat Okada. Okada. That'd be sweet, and he holds both championships. It would make up for the loss a couple years ago when he should have. Everyone he should have, have fucking uh-huh. won. So, <clears throat> wow, we went on a tangent there. It's fine. Uh,
1: <laughs> we don't have as much to talk about as normal this week, so that's we should take a couple tangents
0: this time. It's kind of a yeah short week. We've gone long the past couple of weeks, so. Uh, especially what was that two weeks ago mm-hmm. like an hour and a half hour 40 yeah. hour
1: 40 mm-hmm. yeah that's was pretty long it was a good episode though you should check it out buds it's free in the Budcast yeah as is all of them every single fucking the, one the entire first season and all 17 episodes previous to this one of season 2 and all the little Buds 17 this is 18 yeah that's crazy yeah, this is episode 18 of season 2 god damn and I think uh, two little episodes this season so far
0: yeah. I think so. Something like that. Um, no, we did it. Let's get back to Raw. Yeah, let's get back to Raw. Uh, there was some really good wrestling on Raw, though. Yeah. Styles and Alexander was really good. Yeah, that match was fucking dope. I got to watch all
1: of that. Dude, and that was yeah. really fun. I really And they're that. wrestling and gonna at... Yeah, we're going to get them for the US Championship mm-hmm. at Pay-Per-View on Sunday. Yeah. Later today. And it's going to be fucking dope. Or it should be. It's super dope. That's... That's um, like... As far as the in-ring work rate goes, mm-hmm. that's probably going to be the best match on the card. Yeah, the only thing I can think of, Kofi and Orton, as long as theirs exceeds their first match, their last match, which it should. Yeah, either of the
0: women's matches
1: could too. They could. Yeah, that's true. Both because women's matches are going
0: to be pretty sweet. They proved it Monday too. And the tag match. That fucking tag fuck fuck tag fuck match yeah, was that tag match was, so was so badass. Bad. It was good. Um, yeah, like these four are obviously, in my opinion, the best four women's wrestlers of all time. In what order? It's hard to say.
1: I have a hard time not putting Tessa Blanchard in the conversation right now. Yeah. With those four. But she's the only other woman I can think of. Everybody else, like even Tony Storm is a sub-level right Mm -hmm. below those five. Right. I have to put Blanchard Mm -hmm. on there myself. But yeah, nobody Mm -hmm. else. I'd love to see her in there with Charlotte. Tessa Blanchard and Mm -hmm. any of those women would be... Her her and Sasha would be fucking awesome. They both got that badass attitude about them. Like, I think her and Sasha could tear it down. Um, Tear it
0: down! But yeah, that was an excellent tag match.
1: Yeah, that was fun.
0: Um, Mysterio and Metalik was really fun. I thought Metalik killed him when he... Man, oh, Ray took okay. a
1: sick bump catching him when he did his poncho mm. or whatever over landed the top rope to the outside like and landed uh, on his head. Yeah, The thing is, Ray could have like not taken that bump. Right. And it probably would have hurt, hurt Metalik more, and he fucking took it to save Metalik. And man, that looked brutal. Good match, yeah. though. I don't know why Ray won. He's going to start making his comeback he should have turned on him and Dominic could have been dead Why? and then challenged him and
0: yeah to restore the name M- of the good name of Mysterio right. Metal League could win and take his son right I mean and Eddie could more dad. unfortunately right. rest in peace Eddie but yeah um oh some basketball guy who won the 24-7 title for a second
1: cool Good for him. Congratulations, basketball dive. A popo who was also a referee, almost did too.
0: Yeah, that's true. And then, yeah, the 10-man tag match, which I fell asleep, so I don't know how that went. It went? I heard it was pretty good, I thought. Um, it was, from
1: an in-ring work-wise, it was pretty solid, but it was one of those, like, this is dumb, why are these guys having a 10-man tag match. It doesn't make any fucking sense. You just put 10 guys together. Right. Because the Viking Raiders got involved for whatever fucking reason. So now Heavy Machinery mm-hmm. are fighting the jobbers instead because they're actually going to fucking do something with Heavy Machinery, apparently. Apparently. Or with, I mean, or war, with
0: war Machine, I mean. So... Viking... but what, Raiders? Whatever. Um, war Machine. Yeah. Um... I'm glad they're doing something with them. Oh, finally. Yeah, finally. It's about time. That's what pisses me off about. And I, I know we've said this, God damn it, The tag division. They don't do shit sure with their tag division. No, and <clears throat> their tag division is so fucking stacked. It is. It's ridiculous. It's, so it's ridiculous. I mean, look at the. I mean. They have this sension that hasn't been on TV and Sension. Like a it's decade. a New Day.
1: You have Breezango. You have The Revival. Yeah. You have fucking the Usos. Right. Uh, you got fucking you should still have American Alpha. Right. You fucked that one up, although I guess Jordan can't right. wrestle at the moment right. anyways, which still kinda sucks. But mm-hmm. yeah, like you got heavy machinery, you got war machine, you've got fucking colon uh fish.
0: Or O'Reilly and Fish, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, they're tagged. I mean, it's crazy. Street Profits. Yeah. And they do nothing with Alexa them. And Bliss and Nikki Cross. And your tag champs are fucking Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Like, right. what
1: the fuck? And then we've also got fucking Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode as a fucking number one contender right. for a tag championship. It makes no sense. What the fuck are these two guys doing teaming together? Yeah, their tag division's fucked. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be. It should be fucking... Like, they should have the best tag division anywhere in the world. Instead, of AEW does. And AEW's barely done anything with their yeah. tag division at this point.
0: They got, like, six tag
1: They've teams. teased a tournament that we don't really know about except the Dark Order get a bye. That's what we know about the mm-hmm. tag tournament right now.
0: Tag tournament, they get a bye. The Young Bucks are in it. And you know probably Pentagon and Phoenix are going to be in it. And yeah. Best Friends are going to be in it.
1: Angelico
0: and Angelico and Evans. I mean, I'm assuming, assuming right. all their tag teams are going to be in it. Right. Because there's going to be eight, nine, I don't know. Seven. seven. I would seven. say seven would be Seven makes nine. sense, yeah.
1: Or 15. They don't have 15 tag teams as far That'd as be I crazy,
0: know. crazy, no. So probably 7 It'd be
1: amazing. 16-team tag team Jesus. elimination tournament for the mm-hmm. single elimination bracket style for the fucking... Tag Team Championship of the World.
0: Yeah. Uh, what else happened? O'Bailey oh, and Ember Moon had a horrible match. Not a horrible match, but the horrible setup to the match. Oh Not man, Ember's moment. promo
1: was awful. Yeah. Oh dude, It was so bad. Yeah. So bad. Yeah, that
0: sucked. Uh, Cringy. Poor Ember. hmm Um yeah. That's pretty much that. NXT, uh, what I like to call the Go Home Show. Yeah. Next week's the week. Next week's the week. They go live. So. (coughs) Live on USA! Damian Priest had a match, and I really like his theme music.
1: Yeah, he does have cool
0: music. Mm -hmm. I like the whole
1: gimmick deal. I like the bow and arrow thing and the whole nine yards. Like, I like that. It's different than what anybody else is doing, it stands Mm -hmm. out.
0: But yeah, he
1: does have good music. Who uh, do you
0: wrestle? Boa, awesome Oh, guy. Yeah. Um, oh, Greg was sticking around. So, he cut a pretty good babyface promo saying that he's staying. I didn't know he might not be staying, so. Well, I, I mean, it kind of felt that way. Oh, like he was coming up to the main roster, yeah, you yeah. mean? After um, that last takeover, it felt yeah. like he was done in NXT and. There's no moving on. There's nothing but, for
1: him on the main roster, right? Because there's not.
0: Because they don't. Not,
1: they don't use half the main they roster. need
0: him. He needs to be at the forefront. Like Champa's return, him, Velveteen Dream, Undisputed Era. Like they have to be at the forefront of this if it's going to be absolutely what they want it to be.
1: Man, I get <clears throat> I get a nice little chill and some goosebumps every time I hear people talking about our heroes' return. That's gonna be a glorious, glorious Mm -hmm. day. I can't wait for Ciampa to come back. Yeah,
0: Uh, I'm. Yeah, I'm curious what he does. Well, he's going. He's gonna get Goldie back. He's gonna get Goldie back. I'm just curious who has Goldie when he comes back. Doesn't matter. Oh, I know. But feel bad for Adam Cole. It'll probably be Adam Cole. Is my thought, but we'll see. I think those two. Man, that's gonna be fucking awesome. Mm -hmm.
1: Chompa and Cole. yeah. 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 Triple threats. Or, uh, three matches. I didn't mean triple threat, I just mean three matches. Trilogy. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah.
0: Trilogy. It's a group. I know words. Uh, semantics. Pete Dunne had a fun match with Angel Garza, too. I like both of those guys. Mm. It was like Beauty versus the Beast. Yeah.
1: Because (laughs) because Angel Garza is such a handsome, Mm -hmm. suave looking dude and. Pete Dunne's not. I'm just going to leave it at that.
0: It's true. Uh, And then we had Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler. Oh, damn. I bet that was fun. And, yeah. I guess I am watching NXT this weekend. And Rhea Ripley fucked up. Oh. And, yeah. Baszler got the win. The one of the two. Or someone got a chair, put it in the ring, Rhea ended up with it. DQ? And yeah, she hit Shayna. So You fucked up. You <coughs> fucked up. You we'll get that. Up. We'll probably you get that rematch. You fucked up. Eventually. Probably. So. There's rumors? Um Yeah. Oh, no. Two oh five, Kushida debuted. Kushida was uh He debuted, that's all I know about it, but he debuted. Fair enough. On 205. Him and Gulak down the road? Well, yeah. I guess
1: then if we're on the news and rumors, I got the first one. Okay. The future of 205 Live is up in the air.
0: Yeah. There might be uh The most
1: common thing I've seen is folding it into NXT. Yeah. Maybe which would be, I'd be super fine with. Mm-hmm. Just take my two favorite current favorite wrestling shows right now weekly and combine them into one show. Yep. Make it two hours long? Yeah, yeah, I'll take that.
0: Thank you. Please yeah. and thank you. Please and thank you. Yeah. And I bet that would make the 205 live roster happy because then they just get to move down to Florida right? and hang out there instead of touring. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um,
1: according to WrestleVotes, uh, Michael Cole and Corey Graves will be moving to SmackDown when it goes to Fox. And Graves will not be doing raw commentary going forward. He's only going to be on SmackDown, and I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, plus Corey Graves on my my eardrum sounds perfect to me.
0: Me too, right now. And getting him away from Renee because yeah. I don't like I don't like those two together. Right, I want Renee and Vic Joseph, Beth Phoenix, and Beth Phoenix. I,
1: I think Beth and or Renee wrong. together. I think. I think Beth could help bring Renee out. But see, I also mm-hmm. think Renee's going to be used more exclusively for the FS1 show than we're going to see her on Raw 2 yeah, at the same time. That's true. But I think Beth would be a good replacement for her as well and move her into that role. Maybe go back to the two-man commentary team. Just uh, Beth and, J- and Vic Joseph? No, bring fucking Nigel up! Why the fuck fuck's Nigel not already say, on
0: Raw? And yeah, because they already took Nigel off 205. Right. So, I would love to
1: see him. Uh, Me too. Nigel's probably my favorite announcer in all of wrestling right now. It's either him or Kevin Kelly. Because I really enjoy Kevin Kelly's New Japan work. Uh, Don Callis is pretty solid too, though, in all fairness. Yeah. And Excalibur. Excalibur has been pretty stellar and so far. I, I'm a Morrow guy. Yeah, Morrow's still pretty badass. It's just, he's he's got his shtick, his and I get it. Not, not that I don't like it, I do. I like but it.
0: I love his. My thing with him is his enthusiasm. Yes, he, he has, has the that, best. He has that Jr. Not yeah, that enthusiasm. late enthusiasm. Yeah. Absolutely, <clears throat> he can sell almost anything like Jr. Sold fucking falling off the cell.
1: Yeah, you <clears throat> kill him. Um. Um. I don't think we talked about this and. It's not just this past week or anything. I think it was more than a week ago. But mm-hmm. uh, Cain Velasquez debuted in AAA wrestling, and we missed talking about that when it oh, happened. Yeah. But apparently, everybody is interested in signing him after his debut. WWE's interested. AEW shown interest. Apparently, Impact has reached out to him and Ring of Honor as well. So, yeah, I've heard that basically the big four here in the states now have all reached out to, to Kane in some way, shape, or form uh, about getting him in. <clears throat> so I'm assuming his debut must have went well for AAA. I didn't, I'm guessing. I don't uh, get A here, so I don't really get no. to
0: watch what happens in AAA. But uh, yeah. uh, I'd like to, s- I think he'd be a good fit for NXT. Like get him down to the performance center and training a little more. Agreed. I mean, I get who he is and what he's done, but just to be safe, make sure he's safe. Plus... Because when you're in MMA for that long... Plus teaching him to work
1: for the cameras and right. all that shit, you know, all mm-hmm. the all the background stuff that a lot of people don't think about right. that you have to know to be a wrestler on TV, you know? Right. Um, I don't remember if we talked about this while recording or before recording, but uh, I think it was during, but just in case, did we talk about Okada and Ibushi at Tokyo Dome and the Winter facing the Intercontinental while
0: we were recording? We didn't recording? mention Ibushi's name. Oh, okay. We talked about it, but we didn't mention
1: Okay, well, that's name. the room Well, it's obviously going to be Ibushi <clears throat> and Okada at...
0: Well, not obviously. I mean, I guess Ibushi Okada could lose, lose or
1: Bushi could lose between right. now and then. But realistically, it's going to be Okada and Bushi at the right. Tokyo Dome. And the, and the rumor is, and is that they're going to face the Intercontinental Champion, yeah. which that we talked about. That we're okay. Naido
0: Na- Na- versus Okada. And then, um, or you just say, yeah, no. I think you have a win all that. I agree. That would be sweet.
1: Because. That would be the sweet. The guy who has no titles
0: going in wins everything, everything coming, out, coming out. That would be sweet. After winning the G1. That's... It. Yeah. Okay. fucking
1: amazing G1 as well from Ibushi this year. Him and Okada both had an amazing mm-hmm. G1, but... um, And then I, I've an got two... G1. I've only got two more, and they're probably the two biggest... Um, Probably the two biggest of the week. First off, Impact has a new TV deal, moving them over to Access TV.
0: Yes, which is huge huge for them. It's because uh, Anthem bought Access. Yep, and yeah, it's huge. This is a game changer for Impact.
1: Uh, Don Callis um, and his partner whose name I forgot to look up before we started recording and still can't remember, we're on Jericho's podcast today talking about it, talking um, about a lot of the talent there and um
0: Nice. Yeah. Uh I see them going on Friday nights as a two hour block with New Japan. Yeah. That's what I see. Yeah, me I too. Mean. Me too. That would make the
1: most sense to me. Right. And from a programming standpoint, you've already got mm-hmm. the wrestling population there. Why not try to boost
0: both right. shows by bringing both wrestling populations together? And then what I would do, because I'm pretty sure New Japan's already on at 11, I think. I would put Impact on at 10, mm-hmm. run 10 to 11, and then, because you have SmackDown on from 8 to 10.
1: Yep, and then everybody can, uh, already in wrestling right. mode, flip right on over to Impact.
0: Exactly. And hopefully the weekly show I
1: don't watch currently, but... I don't know how good it is. I know mm-hmm. their, their pay-per-views have been solid lately, but I don't know about their yeah. shows. We don't... don't have access, so... And then um, the last is a, is some double news about one of, as you buds know, my mm-hmm. personal favorites, Session Moth Martina. Not only did she sign a new contract with Ring of Honor that will allow her to continue working with Stardom and doing the stuff she's doing over there, but she is officially followed... By John Cena on Twitter. Huge news. Huge, Huge news, buds. That's the biggest news
0: is all about Session Moth this weekend. Yeah. It's this has been going on for a very long time. Yeah. And finally. We should try to get John Cena to follow As us. far
1: as I know, she's been trying to get Cena to follow her for as long as I have known who she is. Yeah. Like as long as I've been aware of her as a professional wrestler.
0: And that's been
1: a handful year two. Two or three years now, I think, like, when yeah. I've discovered her. Yeah. It had been the same time, WrestleMania like, 33-ish. Yeah. When we were getting, really getting into Impact and the British scene. That's when I found her, was from the UK scene. Yeah. She was doing, like, a lot of uh, indie stuff over there at the time. I mean, she still does, but in an eye and she yeah. Yes. So, that's all I've got for news this week, BJ. What else do you yeah. got for us? Um... Hopefully some good shit. Some so, heavy shit. Some heavy
0: shit. Yeah, this is some heavy some shit. Some heavy shit. Uh, it's a big show. Oh, that got deleted. Um, it's a big, bad show tonight. So, I can't find his name, but this referee at Rev Pro, uh, there's a mat- tag match that he accidentally watched the finish. He counted... Oh, yeah. early.
1: Right.
0: <clears throat> and when it was I'm going to forget this He one? counted we the right... talked about it a yeah. little bit, but whatever. We talked about it...
1: That's time. what I mean before,
0: yeah. but I forgot. Um, but, yeah, he counted the pin too early. He got the right team to, that was supposed to win, but it was just one, like, maneuver set away from the actual finish. Right. And the guys in the match got pissed. And one of them took it way too fucking far. Way too far. And beat the fuck out of this referee. It was bullshit. It was. There's um, video of his it His name's Josh bottom. Bodum.
1: Bottom? I think it's bottom is how it's pronounced. i call him Bottom Bitch. Bottom and Bitch. Because he is the bottom
0: bitch of wrestling. He is. He quit. He retired. Good. Um, it's because he knows he's going to get his ass and, fucking beat. Oh, yeah. Someone would. Yeah, for sure. The
1: first time he showed up in another <laughs> locker room, someone would <laughs> hand that guy his teeth.
0: That's what I love about wrestling. Like, when someone does something like this... They stand up for their own. They do. They always have. Doesn't matter who you are. This guy... I mean, even if he didn't want to wrestle, he wouldn't get booked anywhere ever again. Unless he tricked him. Right. To thinking, you know... He was storied or something. Or he wasn't him or something. But, no. It's fucking bullshit. Um, But the referee is, yeah, not okay. Like, he has multiple injuries may never be able to referee again right and it's bullshit it is so, bullshit um we talked about that uh yeah I don't know how you brought this up because we talked about this too but Jericho uh, has announced that his cruise oh yeah sold out has sold out I know how I missed that so that's two years in a row that's pretty dope
1: I accidentally closed out of a few things when uh, I was bringing up I got trivia for later okay so I was bringing up my trivia stuff um
0: I really would love to go to one of these, and I'm also really hoping we get a live AEW show from the cruise. Mm-hmm. I really, I mean, I'm assuming we are going to. They teased it, talked about it. Yeah,
1: but I mean, Jericho said AEW is the exclusive wrestling this time around. So well, yeah, but they just haven't announced announced the show. But before. I'm assuming right. didn't they do the last one? Wasn't it on Fight? Yeah. It was the last cruise. Couldn't you watch the shows from? On fight. It was like a
0: show, yeah.
1: The wrestling part of it th- was on yeah, fight. I, so. That's what I don't mean all the podcasts right. and all that shit. Yeah, I just meant the actual wrestling. I, yeah, I think so. The Y2 Jericho, right. or Y2 Young Bucks, or whatever the fuck they were calling themselves. Uh, Y2 Jackson. Something like that.
0: Uh, I hit the wrong button. Oh. Uh New Japan is teasing on <clears throat> Twitter that Moxley will be facing Suzuki in the future. Yeah, that'll be sweet. Um I'm so stoked for that after seeing I'm stoked him for and, that and, and I am terrified for Scooter. Or shooter. Sh- shooter, yeah, shooter shooter's ass scooter. Scooter shooter. Scooter shooter. Scooter shooter. Scooter shooter. Um But yeah, those two would be Yeah, that's amazing. gonna be an amazing match. Um also, Renee posted a picture with Dean in it on Instagram. Nice. And he's got a huge brace on his arm still. Oh, that sucks. Um, Merce is a bitch, man. Yeah. And. John Cena is apparently going to be joining the cast for the new Suicide Squad movie.
1: I saw that.
0: Mm hmm. So that's pretty dope.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Um. And I think that's all I got. Oh, did we talk about Ric Flair last week suing, or about the did. man? Yeah.
1: Oh, we might not have on the podcast, though. You and I, I might know. have just talked about it off air. Yeah, but, but... Yeah, he's suing him for the to trademark. uses man. the man, because he's trying to trademark it, because um, he's the man. Uh, Which he's gotten a lot of shit about. It's
0: fucking dumb. I mean, considering he took the nature boy... Exactly. That's what, how wrestling works. Right. And if you cared so much about it, you would have trademarked him a long time ago. Agreed. I agree. Just saying.
1: He's broke. <laughs> he needs money. He does. He's Rick. I mean, it shouldn't be that surprising. That's all they got for news and rumor. other guy slow week. Well, then in that case, I think we should talk about number 20. Nick Bockwinkle, Mm -hmm. as we continue counting down our top 100 wrestlers of 2011, as reported by Bleacher Report. So as you buds may or may not know, we've been counting down the top 100 wrestlers from said list, and watching a match or so from each of them, and reordering them, and we did so again, starting off with Nick Bockwinkle. My match was from 1986. When was yours from, BJ? Um, I don't fucking know. Oh, 85. Oh, you get to go first for Winkle then.
0: Okay, mine was Nick Bockwinkel from 1985 versus what? No way! Oh yeah, versus uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Um. So here's what I took. This match was a lot of fun for me um, because it it told. Was this AWA? Uh, mid-south. Okay. Mid-south. Okay. Um, yeah, this was not too long before, you know, he came over to WWE. for
1: March May, Yeah. Okay.
0: And you could tell, it was Nick, Nick Bachwinkle, you could tell he was ending, coming to the end of his career. Okay. And, cause he retired, I looked it up after, he retired in 87. And, um, The whole story of the match felt like this new up-and-comer trying to keep the old man down. Okay. You know, and the old man just not giving up is what it felt like the whole match. And you couldn't really understand the commentary. It was kind of shitty. Like, so, I mean, it was just that. I had the same
1: problem with mine, actually. I couldn't hear anything they said, so I was just watching the match. Right,
0: and yeah, so it was, but that's what their story to me told just in the ring. And I really enjoyed it. But this, you could tell back in '85, Macho Man was, I mean, he was the star. Like, that's what I took away from the match. Mm-hmm. So it kind of took away a little bit from Nick Bockwinkle. Um, but I mean, I do understand what he did for wrestling. But. I don't think he was as good as anybody we have in this top ten of my list right now. Okay. Just. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. I forget how good our top ten is already because they're twenty-one to thirty, and I'm like, wow, he was really fucking good. But he was really fucking good. But I'm
0: like, "Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying here. Yeah, like he was really fucking good, but not as good as these guys, these guys okay. like AJ Styles is better. Um, but that's cause he still did that 70s style wrestling. Like in my match, he, I mean, he sold well, but his match is his offensive moves. were still just those 1970 moves. Okay. Macho man's what made this match because he was getting on the ropes and doing, I mean, they're just double ax handles, but he's, Doing more stuff. Bachwinkles, throwing clotheslines and punches and selling. And that's about it. Gotcha. So, like I said, for me, yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, I will put him, I mean, looking at it, I put him above the people we have locked in. Right. So, I mean, he does fit well. Mm -hmm. But it's just, yeah. He's in the right company. Right. My match um, was from Christmas
1: Day, 1986, and was the Mm -hmm. middle of a trilogy, the word I forgot earlier, uh, between (laughs) these two men. The AWA World Heavyweight Champion, Nick Bockwinkle, Mm -hmm. defending against Mr. Perfect, or Kurt Henning for you AWA fans out there. Uh, Actually, for you everything except for WWE fans (coughs) out there because uh, he was heading everywhere else, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. This was one fall 60-minute time limit. I did at least was able to hear that. That's about the only thing I understood from the announcers going in. Nice. Um, I, I don't know if I happened to pick the right match, or you picked the wrong one, but, man, mm. Nick Bockwinkle was fucking amazing. This is like technical level of wrestling on par with like Sean and Brett from Wrestlemania 12 nice. or like Brett and Owen from 10 10 10 this was fucking dude this match was amazing like nice. this was so good I went back and watched the hour match that happened before this that started the feud because the ending of this was fucking bullshit of this <laughs> match that was the only oh. thing that sucked in this match was the ending I'll get to that oh. so there's one part where fucking and Bachwinkle's doing submissions He's using brawl he moves, doing he's six. doing technical holds, he's doing, like, collegiate athlete, athletic... Maybe he was hurt in your match or something, and not a 100%, but he didn't look like he was at the end of his career in 86. In fact, I was That's surprised fine. that he retired in 87 when I looked it up after this match. <laughs> That's funny. Um, But you could tell... Even though the, the ending was dumb and didn't tell, but you could tell through the match he was making Henning look good. He was trying mm-hmm. to build Henning as one yeah. of the new stars. Yeah, and Yoda that's what he was doing. And I get that, that's what he was doing. And you could tell he was doing it. And his, I mean,
0: maybe if I were to watch something...
1: He does this yeah. figure four in the match where, and I know the Buds can't see it, but mm-hmm. so
0: normally you, you you
1: you get the leg, you circle around, you know, to yeah. hook it, you get it in the four... You lock in, you drop to your butts. right. So you're laying with your legs stretched out, they're in the fore, and they're laying on their back. Right. Like your feet mm-hmm. are at their knees, their feet are at your knees, your heads are in the opposite direction of each other. Well instead, Bachwinkle being such the smart guy he is, keeps the weight on his legs by putting his legs underneath him. Uh and then leaning forward over onto Henning. So one, Henning can't roll it over, but then the entire time he's fucking working the midsection trying to take the breath away from Henning and get the pinfall while he's trying to tap him out. I thought it was a fucking genius move. I've never seen that before. Um, And then, yeah, there was a ref bump that prevented Henning from getting the the pinfall when Henning finally got him and should have won. The crowd went fucking nuts thinking he won, but there's no ref. Henning goes over as the ref had rolled out of the ring and was like talking to the ref. That allowed Bachwinkle the chance to attack him from behind. Uh, but then Henning back body drops him over the top rope when he's attacking him just to kind of out of instinct. The ref sees that and disqualifies Kurt Henning for throwing him over the top rope. Oh, And like 1986. The only thing I heard other than, like, bell ring and one false 60 minute from the ring announcer Mm. was the crowd chanting bullshit in 1986 (laughs) at the end of the match. Because even they knew it was bullshit. Apparently, because I didn't get to catch the end of this the match before this one Mm. because it was an hour long. They're both bloody, too, at some point. They both bleed. I believe I've got, like, maybe 10 minutes left in the match. And I believe this match ends in a 60-minute time limit draw. And that's how they followed up is with this bullshit DQ finish. Nice. Like, I'd be pissed off, too, if yeah. I was the crowd. Apparently, but how, how great would the third one be? If if Henning gets it, it's probably fucking amazing. Yeah. And that's why I want to finish watching the first one and try and get to the third one, too. Um, Here's the thing, though. At the same time, I think you're right. I think Bach Wingle falls right behind AJ Styles on this right. list. But I agree that he's better than everybody we locked in. He fits yeah. perfectly right, right where he's at. Um, in 2011, AJ Styles, yeah, he was better in 2011, AJ mm-hmm. Styles. He's not better in 2019, AJ Styles. No. Those extra eight years of wild Styles to do so much more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Bockwinkel was, I liked it. It was a good match. I recommend it. But yep. just check
0: it out. Other than the bullshit finish, yeah. it was really Like, I mean, fun. yeah, I enjoyed my match. That's the great thing with these top ones. Like, we're not putting anyone down. They're still in the top fucking... 30 wrestlers of all, all time. goddamn time. Right. Like, He's just know. not
1: quite as good as AJ Styles right. or Terry Funk or R- Ricky Steamboat. Actually, this uh, in particular, and I kind of told BJ about it, I got some like goosebump chill up the spine because this really reminded me of watching early wrestling with my grandpa that we've talked about before on the podcast which you buds can find for free in the, the Budkines in case you mm-hmm. forgot. Cool look. And um, in particular, now so more as an adult but not from being a kid, it... This has the feeling of that Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair trilogy from, I think name's Jim Crockett, where that yeah. happened I believe. <sighs> yeah, fantastic. Uh, trivia. Okay. I got some trivia for you
0: this week. Okay.
1: I figured we'd do trivia on five star matches, according to this guy named Dave Meltzer. Okay. My Thanks. favorite thing. I, uh,
0: I saw this and I did not click on it. So, oh, you did I
1: was hoping because I knew it was pretty recent when I caught it today, and I'm like, hopefully he doesn't have another break to see this. I don't have time. So this uh, basically what they did is just this is just a count of how many five star matches occurred every year between 1983 and 2019. Which so
0: 1983, okay, and up
1: to this I year. Count of how many total five star okay. matches were awarded. Okay. So, the first trivia question is In what year did Dave Meltzer award the most five star matches between 1983 and now, in the last 36 years? My, in my lifetime, basically, plus seven months. Six
0: I think months. he was 17?
1: It was actually 18. 18. I was going back and forth. I couldn't remember. 17 were 10. Which one? Which is the third highest ever. Okay. 2018 was 30. Sorry, 31. No, 21, which is the most ever. Yeah. However, this year so far, there are 18. Okay. So there's still the potential because it's only September. Right. However, as we both know, a lot of those five-star matches every year in the last handful of years get ranked Mm -hmm. up during the G1, and that's already happened this year. Right.
0: Yeah, it's usually G1 Wrestle Kingdom. We still have a takeover. Uh, I would not be surprised if the War Games match is a five-star match, at least. Yeah, agreed. Because I'm still suspecting that to be winner takes all. Yeah.
1: And, and that's uh, going to be
0: fucking dope. And yeah, so the last three years are the only years
1: that have had double digits worth of five-star matches ever. So, in the history of him doing them basically... 1983, there was one single five-star match. Uh-huh. That trend continued for a couple years. Okay. What was the first year that had more than one five-star match in the history of five-star rankings? We already know it was not 83 because I just told you. Right. It was and it's not 17 because you know there's 10 that year. Right. <laughs> Gives you a little bit of a gap. I closed it for a couple of years. You're welcome, Daniel. Uh. That's just... It's kinda of gonna make sense. Eighty seven. was actually eighty-six. Eighty-six. Yeah, there was only one in eighty-seven. Okay. And then what um, were they? do you know? No, another? I don't, unfortunately. This is just a chart of how many happen oh, per okay. year. Um out of the last thirty-six years, how many years had zero five-star matches? I'd say seven. It is exactly seven is it nice they've happened in two spans a span of 3 uh-huh. and a
0: span and then a 4 a couple years later okay um i want to guess okay 91 to 95 no 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 none of those years 2000
1: remember this includes japan too because it's melter right Okay, that's why I'm saying you got in the 90s, there was five star oh, matches in Japan. No yeah, problem. yeah, that's true. Because like 91 had, had two, 92 had four, that. 94 and 5 had six five star yeah. matches
0: apiece. I, keep, I forget that, yeah, that's when Vegas. The first one's going to gonna surprise you. That. The
1: first one, three years in a row, 2001, 2000, no, sorry, 2000, 2001, 2002. That makes sense. There was none. That makes sense. I kind of disagree because so there's WCW like, was
0: super shitty. New Japan was going through their whole renaissance. Right,
1: but you had, like, fucking... There were some, like, Cactus Jack Triple H's, I bet, if you went back and reviewed. I'd put them up in the five stars. 2001 was the fucking Rock and Stone Cold 2 at WrestleMania. That match was a five-star match, man. That's true. And then the second one, a four-year span in a row, was from 2007 to 2010. Yep. That one doesn't surprise me. And then
0: CM Punk broke that in
1: 2011 yeah in 2011 him and John Cena yeah. um that's actually it that's the only questions I had for trivia so that's trivia this week
0: trivia is over
1: also um uh 2000 <laughs> yeah TLC 2001 TLC 2 there were no five star yeah. matches those years you see what I mean though yeah there's some matches that should have been considered that's for then I'm pretty sure fucking that fucking backlash or whatever that Angle Benoit ultimate submission or whatever the fuck it was that should oh. have been a five star match yeah. in my opinion that match was fucking d- I'm pretty sure that wasn't that time frame I He's think that kidding. was like a one
0: or something yeah. I feel like he does get a little more lenient
1: now now
0: yeah I agree but
1: but look at how over the top the shit is they're doing these days compared true. to what they were doing even in 2010
0: that's true and we're still story people yeah that's the thing. We're, we're a little
1: not... too we're still a little old school in that. We right. like the old school story in psychology more right. so than you get in a lot of modern wrestling. Yeah. Actually Cornette was I like talking when about it. In an older but... podcast I was listening to. But yeah. Like the lock up. How when's the last time you remember a match <laughs> just starting off with right. the old fashioned lock up?
0: When was the last time we got a test of strength? For an arm bar,
1: like a legit arm bar, not like the shitty just for the spot to go behind, because it's right. usually about all they use armbars for—is to get a couple go behinds, mm-hmm. make some <laughs> yeah, get, you get some that. movement in the ring. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. To get some movement to make something happen. Get some but at the so end of the day, it's, it's just a, it's the modern. <laughs> I, just saying, a, <laughs> <a golf laughs> I just got where I just got. Yeah. I'm mentally exhausted this week.
0: Yeah.
1: I still uh, got predictions. Zinga. Clash of Champions is later <laughs> today for you, buds out there. Yeah, we might watch it if we remember.
0: Right, I keep fucking forgetting. But I, mean, I
1: figure we'll at least predict the matches for you before we. Uh, yeah, like we do. Like we do. Let's
0: remember to do once and wills. Okay, I I'm I'm down. We keep fucking forgetting because we fucking suck. Uh, cruiserweight championship. Drew Gulak, champion. Versus Umberto Carrillo versus Lince Dorado. Carrillo wants
1: Gulak Will for me.
0: Yeah. I feel like Dorado's going to take
1: the pin. Me too. I feel like he's in the match to not take away from Carrillo and still allow Gulak to retain. Yep. I agree 100% on that one.
0: Next up. Women's Tag Team Championship. Bliss and Cross versus Fire and Desire. Which, that's uh, what Mandy and Sonya. Yeah, that's right?
1: Mandy and Sonya. I want Will, Bliss, and Cross. Yep. I'm not ready for this to be done yet. Same. I don't want, I would honestly, I'm at the moment, and this could change, but as the women's tag division is weakened and as it stands now, mm-hmm. I want these two to stay together until they break up. Like, I want them losing the title to be the catalyst for their breakup.
0: Bliss and Cross. Yeah. 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 I should have pronouns, pal. Mm-hmm. Next. The New Day versus Revival for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Um, Late Champion.
1: I'm actually taking the Revival for both.
0: This is a difficult.
1: This one is hard.
0: Um, but I've
1: thought about this one already, so. Yeah. I.
0: No, I think the New Day, and I kind of want the New Day. Fair enough. They're moving to Fox here in a couple weeks. That's true. The New Day, they want the New Day and Kofi to be. Probably. It would make more sense. I get Champions it. Champions is But I'm sticking mm-hmm.
1: with what I said originally. Okay. I'm going to stick with Revival for both. Okay. Especially once. I definitely
0: want Revival to win. Right. I want the New Day. I really like them with all the championships. Um, Well, we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, are tag team championship then. Who cares? Seth Rollins and Ron Strowman versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. I guess Dolph and Robbie. I don't know. I don't... Yeah, I
1: guess. For both, because I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. Right. I'm writing Robbie down, too. Robbie. Robbie. Yeah, he's
0: Robbie now. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Championship could be match of the night. Yeah. AJ Styles versus Cedric Alexander. I think AJ Styles is going to retain, but mm-hmm. I kind of want Cedric to. Yep.
1: I'm actually exactly the same. Okay. And I think... Uh, to be fair, though, I think AJ is only going to retain because there's going to be some kind of
0: shenanigans from Gallup yeah. and Anderson. But, for sure, just saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I see championship, Nakamura versus the move. Nakamura for both. I want Nakamura. I think Nakamura. Because I'm intrigued with the Sami Zayn relationship and what's going on there.
1: Me too. Um,
0: I think we're going to see more of Nakamura, so
1: we can actually do something with this title run now and I give him a real so chance is. to see, you know, what it's about. Right. And additionally, I don't want the Miz to hold another belt until he quits being this stupid, shitty, fucking babyface that they've got him being, and act like the fucking yeah. Miz again. I want the real Miz, right. I the real Miz. Thank you. Yeah,
0: his the Miz should never be a his real Miz. personality on his TV show. Miz and Mrs. Yeah. Is like way better than what he's doing on TV. Right. And
1: just be himself yeah. if you're
0: gonna make him a baby
1: face. Yeah. Cause
0: the thing is he's trying too hard to be
1: good. A good guy. And in real life, if you he's you, kind you're a good guy. He's a great. good great guy, dude. He is a
0: great guy, but he's still a little arrogant. A little bit. Like in
1: real life. He deserves to be. He does. Like, he's he the, does. the fucking he
0: Miz. Right. Miz, and he's awesome.
1: He's one of the the five greatest intercontinental champions of all time. For sure. He's on the same list as Chris Jericho and the fucking hockey Tonk Man. Yeah. For sure. He's
0: cool. He's cocky. He's brutal. What's next? (laughs) Actually, uh, I might have to change this. I'm going to let you know. Okay. And I'll tweet it or something. But if The Miz is one away from tying Jericho's record or beating Jericho's record... I could see it being The Miz just to be Dick because it's Vince. He is petty. And then go OTT with The Miz taking that title or having the most. I'm just saying because it's Miz. Yeah. Or it's Vince. It's Vince.
1: No, I'm with you. That's valid.
0: Um, to me, the most intriguing match in the card, which I just noticed is an ODQ match, but Roman Reigns versus Eric Roman. This is bullshit.
1: Should not be on the card. There's not a title involved.
0: I agree with that. Bullshit. I agree with that. We talked about that last week. But I'm still intrigued to see what Eric Roman and Roman Reigns can do in the ring together. Luke Harper should be in this place. It's neither here nor there. No. I guess I'm going with Reigns for both.
1: I mean, I don't... Oh, I want Roman. I don't care about this story. I'm i done with really? I'm enjoying it. I'm not. It's dumb. Like, none of it made any fucking sense. No,
0: it didn't, and that's what I love about it.
1: I told you what was gonna happen from yeah. day one, and that's exactly what fucking happened. Right. And, like, like, it if is, they
0: would've... Like, the ridiculousness of it, and the fact that we're getting Eric Rowan versus Roman Reigns, I never would've thought that one-on-one match was gonna happen, and actually try to mean something, at least. I just, I ain't stupid. I don't get it. I like Big Red. I want Rowan
1: and I think uh, I want Luke Harper in this match. I want Luke Harper versus Roman Reigns where
0: it's on a pay-per-view. That's fucking match that's watch. Happen. Honestly, I'd rather have Luke Harper in AEW. And Fuck, just, I just want Luke Harper wrestling. I don't true.
1: give a shit where. I just want Luke Harper best in a ring where I can see it with my eyeballs true. and um, maybe hear the announcer. If not, that's cool too. I don't need to, but I like it. Unless it's, you know, like, Graves. I like my whole home. Here's what I Graves these yeah.
0: days. Here's what I really want. No, I'm changing everything. I want Roman to win with the help of Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan turns Roman Reigns into this hippie vegan dude, and that's the storyline. And he grows like a big hippie just, beard. With the, exce- that's, with the exception with the exception of
1: right when he came back after beating leukemia. Yeah. The time Roman Reigns was the most over is when he was playing a heel in the shield. Yeah. So why don't we just make him a heel again and do badass motherfucking things again and people will fucking like him again. Yeah.
0: No, I want him How to How many years have we been saying this I shit? I want him to be a vegan hippie.
1: That's a heel. Let's go for it. Yeah. As crazy as that is, it's a heel. I want him
0: to be, yeah.
1: He's a heel. He is. Uh,
0: Smackdown Women's Championship Bayley versus Charlotte Flair. I want Bailey. I want I Bailey, think, but I think Charlotte is. Really, I think Bailey. You think she's going to I think king? she has to. She has to. If they're going on with this heel character and all this, she has to be Charlotte. Just because she's a heel today doesn't mean she'll be a heel tomorrow, man. That's w- what I'm domain. saying. If they're going with this heel character. I still think Charlotte's going to do it. I want Bailey to though. Yeah, I want Bailey, but I also think Bailey. I don't, yeah. Right on we got to have some differences. And, and then Becky, the uh, world championship, Becky versus Sasha. Whew. I kind of want... I want Sasha.
1: I want Sasha as well, but I think Becky's going to retain. I also think Becky's going to retain. No, yeah. I think they rematch, and that if they rematch, that's when Sasha's going to get it.
0: Me too. Me too. If they rematch. Maybe on the first SmackDown. Maybe. And that should just leave the men's? It's the Raw Women's Championship on the first SmackDown. Right, fuck it, why not? I know. I can see it happening.
1: And that should be, what, the next, uh, yeah, the Raw Women's Championship on the first
0: SmackDown. Fuck it, why not? Right. And that should leave just the men's titles? Men's titles. WWE Championship, Kofi Kingston, Randy Orton. So, yeah. I'm taking Randy Orton for both. Okay. I'm taking Kofi for both. Right on. I like the idea of the first Fox... All three of them having the title. Yeah. I think it's, it's going to start thing. off with
1: Fox, with the three of them chasing the Randy Orton revival faction. Uh,
0: okay. And I,
1: That's what I think, because yeah. WWE likes babyface to chase. So mm-hmm. I just, historically anyway. Right. So I'm just thinking new show that might be the route they want to go. I think it, from Fox's point of view, gives a better feel goods for the audience that, you know. Mm-hmm. New Day, the guys. Right. Rowdy, rowdy that. guys. That's right. the rowdy guys. That's my thought behind it. That's why I picked mm-hmm. uh, the Revival to win the SmackDown titles too is because I think they're going to go that route with it. But then my I do think is, eventually it's right. they're all going to go back to the New Day because I do think you're right about that. They want the New Day as a, a big thing. But the thing is they're big enough already. They don't need belts to be a big thing. My thought is
0: they've been, I mean, Kofi's been like at the forefront of this promotion with the title and everything and... I don't think they're going to change that two weeks before they debut. I do. That's my thought.
1: <clears throat> I do. It would not surprise me if they changed every title randomly for whatever fucking reason. If they're rolling no, dice be before funny. they go through because they haven't decided and they don't give That's a shit. It wouldn't surprise. Nothing would. Nah. And now leaves us, Mr. Rollins yeah. burning the shit down.
0: Yep. I guess Broad Strowman. Who you got?
1: I want Braun. I've wanted Braun to win the title for a long time. I that it means shit, but I'm pretty sure Seth's going to win. Yeah, I
0: think Seth's going to win. I want Braun little so... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, whoever wins goes up against The Fiend, and probably loses to The Fiend.
1: Yeah. So... Which is another
0: reason why I think it's Seth,
1: is because I think they're going to save the Braun Strowman thing for a little later on down the road.
0: I hope he lets him in.
1: Hopefully. Number 19, BJ. 19. One of our personal favorites, both of mm-hmm. ours, the hot rod. Roddy. Rowdy. Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper.
0: Roddy, Roddy, Ruby, Ruby. Uh, I get to go first. Yeah, yeah you do.
1: So, you guys heard, BJ's previous match, he watched his wrestler take on the Macho Man, so I thought yep. in good spirits I'd watch Roddy Piper take on the Macho King, Randy Savage, mm-hmm. with Queen Sensational Sherry. Nice. Uh, this was from January twenty second, 1990. We had uh, Sean Mooney and Lord Alfred Hayes on commentary, so that told me it's probably a Saturday night or mm-hmm. a Saturday morning. Okay. Uh, yeah. show that they recorded in the Event Center. Nice. Um, so they fight for about ten minutes or so, and um, good match. I mean, mm-hmm. Piper Savage being Piper and Savage and doing Piper and Savage like things. Uh, you know, back, but it's pretty back and forth, evenly matched matchup between the two, and uh, you know, Macho King gets Piper up in a airplane spin, slams him down, and tries to get the pinfall, and kicks out a two, and then Piper gets up and puts Macho Man in, like, uh, an airplane spin of his own, but, like, times ten, like. Like, it's both the speed and the number of spins mm-hmm. before he slams him, but then he's too dizzy to, uh, you know, to make the pinfall. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, leads to Piper, like, kind of getting, falling out of the ring, like, trying to get to the Macho Man after slamming him, but falling mm-hmm. out of the ring. Uh, Sherry jumps on his back, and they disqualify her, or disqualify Macho King, and that was oh. the end of that match. It was about ten minutes. And then I watched Roddy Piper take on the Macho Man Randy Savage with Miss Elizabeth. Okay. uh, Rocking those NWO for life colors Mm. from uh, Monday Nitro on March 23rd, 1998. This featured Tony Schiavone, Mike Tanay, and Bobby the Brain Heenan on commentary. So it was fucking fantastic with those three guys. Mm. Um, This was also 10 minutes in duration. Um... So, they wrestle back and forth for about five minutes, doing Roddy Piper and Macho Man-like things. Having a good wrestling match, as Macho Man and mm-hmm. you know Roddy Piper always did. Um, Liz, I don't know what happened. I must have missed it or something. But Liz distracted the ref, pretending to be hurt outside of the ring.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so, while the ref's distracted, Hogan attacks the ref... I don't know why they had to distract the ref for Hogan to attack yeah, that him. Yeah,
0: because WCW. Because
1: WCW. But Hogan attacks the ref while he's distracted. Him and Nash pop in the ring. Nash has got a baseball bat with him. Nash goes to start beating Piper with the baseball bat while he's still laid down from, like, rolling back in from uh, whatever the fuck happened between him and Macho Man. I don't even remember why the both of them were down on the mat at that point. Yeah. Uh, so the Macho Man's starting to get up. Hogan stops Nash from hitting Piper with the bat, takes the bat from Nash, chases Macho Man out of the ring with the bat, then Sting shows up with the bat. Him and Piper face down Hogan and Nash, who are terrified. Then Savage attacks Sting from behind. He just, like, runs and flying knee attacks Sting from behind. Those two guys fall out of the ring. Hogan and Nash start double-teaming Piper. Um... The Giant then shows up. (laughs) The Giant pops in the ring. He stops Hogan from hitting Piper with the bat that Nash brought to the ring. He chases the rest of the NWO guys out of the ring. He steals the the bat that Macho Man now has on the outside of the ring, who's about to beat Sting with Sting's own bat, takes the bat, and then hands the bats to Sting and Piper, and the three WCW guys stand tall as Nitro goes off the air. And the fact that it took me way fucking longer to describe the five minutes of shenanigans that happened after the match that went off the air as opposed to the match itself tells you what went wrong what went wrong with WCW in the late 90s. That shit right fucking there. It was too much to keep track of. It was just fucking chaos at the end of this. And that's how every episode of Nitro was. Really? Um, I got where I put Piper on this list. <sighs> I don't know for sure. Uh, maybe Bret Hart's level, Steamboat's level, Jake Snake, right in there somewhere. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. That's uh, just that. That's tough. I'm have to think about that. Like this has all been. It's going to just keep getting tougher. We've already. We keep saying that, and it has too. But yeah, I'm thinking he's going to fall right around the Bret Hart, Steamboat, Jake Roberts level. Is what I'm thinking right now. I could change my mind on that. I'm not going to talk about him in detail, and, but my recommended watch of the week for you buds is Roddy Piper promos. Um, yeah. He was good in the ring, but he was great on the microphone. Great yeah. on the mic. And, um, yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons I, I'm having a hard time placing him, too, is because these guys are all good in different ways at this level now, too. But, yeah... um I watched probably an hour of promos and other in ring stuff, Piper, after my matches, and I highly recommend you guys go check
0: out some Piper promos. <clears> yeah, that's some shit. How about your match, BJ? I watched Piper versus Mr. Perfect from 1991. Or Kurt Henning, for Or Kurt Henning, not WWE. Right. So, you know, we switched here. We switched it. And, um,. I loved this fucking match. I bet this match was amazing. It was so much fun. Um, just from, I mean, the entrances to the whole match. Yeah, and I agree with you. Piper was better in the ring than I remember. Yeah. Because I think it is because his promo stuck out That's what you remember so from much. being
1: a kid is him, him on the mic and yeah. his great lines and all the fun... Just his mannerisms and stuff like that. And of course, his entrance with
0: the fucking bagpipes and the kill. And um, so. And the best part of the match was there was great technical stuff. I mean, from Mr. Perfect and from Piper. Plus, Piper was still like pulling shenanigans at one point he stripped Hennig down. Nice. Like he took his (laughs) fucking singlet off. He wrestled in his underwear for like a minute and then he finally gets the upper hand on Piper and takes it back and puts it back (laughs) on. It was fucking ridiculous. Piper was insane. It was great. And it's like, Yeah, you never see anyone do that.
1: One of the um, the best things I watched in my hour was the backlot brawl with Goldust. Nice, dude. That was so good. Nice. That was so good. Great.
0: Um, that whole feud with Goldust. Yeah, but like this whole match, it and you know, Undaryl over here said that the last last match we watched was. You know, reminded him of why he started watching. And this one was what reminded me of why I started watching. Like, for me, Mr. Perfect, that 91, 92 era, Mm -hmm. waking up on Saturday mornings and watching him, like, that's what I remember. And Piper, I remember him more so from running WrestleMania 1 from... uh, the video store and stuff when I was little so like it just I caught myself smiling a lot this was oh, just bet. so much fun I bet um
1: and especially from that early 90s time
0: frame like that's
1: really yeah. when I was getting sucked in and like really really getting hooked in wrestling was the right. early 90s which you know in retrospect wasn't that great but as a yeah. kid it was fucking awesome to me so like, did you like the mantra man in 91 of course I did right. Of course, I was fucking nine. What's right. not to like? Look at eight. Me. I guess it was eight. You got tassels and shit. Right. What's not to like about fucking Macho Man? as an eight-year-old. Right.
0: Um, okay. So where are you going to rank him, BJ? So. Three. Okay. I think he's a little better than Bret Hart. Here's the thing, he's. Him, Jericho, and Austin all kind of did the same thing, and each generation did it a little bit better. Yeah, Piper did it first. He brought wrestling to mainstream. He was the him and he was one of the biggest parts of that rock and wrestling connection. Right. He brought it, you know, to the forefront. Yep. Steve Austin did the same thing. Mm-hmm. He, you know, broke barriers, got a little edgy, yeah. brought wrestling to the mainstream. To more people mm-hmm. than have ever watched in the United States, right. for sure. Jericho's not quite at, the, at that Austin level, but he kind of brought both of those together. And it's also hard to top
1: that Austin level.
0: Right. But, and that was more than just Austin at that time. Jericho was a part of that. The thing is, Jericho's kept going for longer. And yeah, his so, his
1: longevity, I think, is what gives is him, what yeah what yeah. gives
0: him the nod.
1: And how relevant he stayed, at least in the wrestling arena, mm-hmm. through all of it. His band right.
0: helps too. Yeah,
1: I mean, having that notoriety, right? So, oh, me. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: anyway. I was gonna say, and so, but he gets the nod to me over Bret Hart. Bret Hart was a little bit better of a wrestler, but Piper's promo skills and. All that takes I get that takes it over. I
1: guess for me where I'm coming from is and I'm not saying one's better than the other because I enjoy mm-hmm. both things, but to your comparison there of Piper to Brett to putting it in the modern standards kind of is like Seth Rollins to Brock Lesnar. Right. Seth Rollins is that consistent day in, day out. He's there all the time. Mm-hmm. Rodney Piper always felt like that special attraction to me. Because yeah. he was never, like, he never felt like a legit full-time member of the WWF roster. Because he was always in and out, and in mm-hmm. and out, and in and out. Because that's just how Piper did his contracts and stuff. Right. And how they used Piper. They'd call him in for spots for short runs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he felt more like a special attraction as a kid. It's like, I know I'm going to see Bret Hart. At some point on WWF TV this month, I might not see Piper for another year, but when I do, it's going to be the best fucking thing that happens. He also kind of feels like Ming, just in that way that he, like, when I watched, like, even when I didn't Mm -hmm. know that, you know, it was, there was predetermined outcomes and that, you know, they, it's made to look like it hurts without hurting. Before I knew any of that kind of... Before I knew anything about the business or anything whatsoever, Ronnie Piper always felt like a legitimate badass motherfucker to me as a kid. Like, I was always like, oh, fuck, Piper's... Like, shit's gonna get real, because this dude... Him and Bob Backlund, these two motherfuckers were legitimately insane. Yeah. They should form a tag team. Nobody would ever take the titles from Backlund and Piper. Like, one of the
0: first things I ever saw Piper do is hit a guy with a coconut in the fucking head.
1: Like... As a child, right. I probably would have been afraid to meet Roddy Piper as a kid. Like, if oh, I would have yeah. seen him in public, i been like, no, you going to fucking hurt me. Right. Good. Like, that's yeah, how Piper, like, he felt like a legitimate badass. Mm-hmm. Like a Brock Lesnar, like a Ming, you know. Oh, someone yeah. that's legitimately going to beat the fuck out of you. Right. Well, tell us what match you watched, Buds. Yeah. You can sure. hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter or email to the Gmail at the same you can get me over at L underscore g u n s
0: on the Twitter, and you can get me at bej 2004 That's b j two double zero four four. Leave us a five star comment, reviews, and
1: to five, know, five star comment, five star oh, comment, five. and okay. reviews. Yeah, very wordy reviews, two hundred words or less. I don't know how many. Is it? Words. I, I don't know. know. I don't. I've never left us a review, so how would I know?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Me either. I, I should. Leave. I like our podcast. I don't even know where I go to leave a review. Uh, it depends on what carrier you're using for your podcast. Oh, so you'd like Spotify or I don't know like how to
1: actually do, Google, do a review, Play, but I know how to leave five Apple, stars because I leave five-star reviews on all of ours. Do you?
0: Yeah. Nice. Because we are a five-star
1: podcast. Agreed. We are a five-star podcast. Yeah. And, and if you don't like that, you can great. suck our dicks. And
0: yeah, and you can join us next week we have, who we got? We Andre got the Giant great.
1: at number 18. And Sting at 17. I've seen so many matches from both of these, I could 18. probably just talk to real quick now about it and well, we'll save that for next week. Great. And until then, Buds, that's BJ over there. Look at that over there. Peace out, guys. See ya. We'll see you later. Oh, dude, okay, we won an hour 17. That's pretty mm-hmm. decent. Oh, that's long,
0: right? I, didn't, I, thought. I didn't
1: think we would either. No, Fuck off, no. Buds. Go away.
0: There. Now I can talk in a minute. Is it real loud if I had to get real close? Go, ah, ah. but. It's a little louder than
1: normal. Ah. It might actually be able to hear you this time.
0: Maybe. <laughs> That's the whole point of the podcast, is that I don't want people to hear me. So I talk like this. You whisper. I whisper. Sweet nothings into your ear. All right. All right, fuck Mm hmm.
1: Are you ready? Right.